This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. going on everybody welcome back to the real down i am jimmy your host with me garrett the co-host what's up back for another week heck yeah recovering from memorial day (laughs) actually uh i don't think i did anything i mean i went and played around the golf um oh no i know i did so i like broke my foot friday oh wow yeah that's a big thing yeah, it well, I think I'm like, it's not like a break break. I think I like got like a small stress fracture or something like that. It's gout. You're getting old. Oh, no, I kicked the door frame at mock Jesus. God. Yeah, my uh, the last two toes on my right foot all the way down the right side of my foot's like very blue and purple. Yeah, mm. it was. Yeah. That so I didn't do much. much. I, I ended up going. I think that was Thursday. Yeah, that was Thursday. Uh, went to our local demo day, had a, you know, a bunch of kayaks out there for the public to, you know, try and check out. They had a, our club did a veterans, uh, we're sponsored, our club sponsored by Academy Sports. Okay. And they reached out to us and did a uh, thing for veterans. They first 25 veterans, I think, that responded to our little post 
they took him to the academy that morning and they gave him $200 gift cards to go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Get a bunch of fish and stuff. And then huh. they had the option to come out and fish with us and do a little tournament. I think like one guy did. Don't blame yeah. him. It was on Wheeler. It was windy. Like, no, like I do not. I'm not mad about it at all, but uh, pretty cool. And then we all got out there and goofed off on the, the little beach for the demo day. Tried a couple boats out. Tried the autopilot out. Pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw you rolling around in a Slayer Max or something on some. <laughs> oh yeah, getting chased by the autopilot. Did you see yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. So they didn't get the whole thing videoed. I was out there uh, just trying out my buddy's new Slayer Max because I know they made some changes to it. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I just look up because this autopilot's just been sitting offshore, spot locked all day. And then I look up and it's like the head of the motor beelines towards me and he kicked the dude kicked it up on uh seven or 10 or whatever it is and just start chasing me around with it. It was hilarious. Oh ship chasing you down. Yeah. I'm a big old boat too. No, that was pretty good. And then I went and did a uh, float trip Sunday. Uh, and it was great because we only call smallmouth, which is always fantastic. thought I had some really good footage. Uh, I finally got my GoPro out of here and took it with me and, I used the voice controls and apparently at one point I thought it was recording or I thought it had stopped recording. So I said, uh, GoPro start recording. Well, that will also stop it from recording. So mm. right after I said yeah. that, cause I've, I've came through a, a shoot, came down a little bit of a rapid and a really hot area for good smallies. And I've told it to start recording cause it's a really good area. And 10 seconds after that, I call it was only like 15 or 16 inches. I caught it on a spinning rod on the thing that Nick Audi told us last week, the little oh, really? trick. Dude, it works. Yeah. It works so good. <laughs> and uh, Like it was like a solid two minute fight of it. Just peeling drag off that me, like cranking the drag down on the reel and still couldn't get it in the boat and putting in current and all that. Yeah. None of the footage. It's all, none of it's there. And Dan was Dang. recording and his boat was facing the other way. So, it sucks. Just well, I finally got motivated to do to yeah. do some content and all this stuff, and then it's just poof gone, and I'm like, ah, so I don't mess with this crap. What are you recovering from? Get drunk? A lot of drinks? Uh, just a little. Did that, and I mean, it seemed like it was international fishing holiday weekend, and I didn't fish at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just did some light remodeling stuff around the house, trying to get our house ready for uh. Le Bambino. Yeah, little baby Johnson coming in. So, <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I don't know why. Baby Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't do much fishing, but got to watch everybody's highlights from the weekend, live vicariously through them. So, sometimes we need a break, man. Maybe yeah. uh, next weekend. Because you've yeah, got, how- you got a tournament next weekend on Tim's Ford. This weekend. Yeah. And then yeah. I think uh I think I'm still good to go Sunday if you wanted to go goof off on Gunnersville. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up, it looks like. The only thing I was a little sad about is that I'm in this little monthly and I was only uh two inches behind the lead and I had two sixteen inch fish that I need to call. And I just never went fishing to <laughs> well that'll do it yeah. came up two inches yeah. short bet you're yeah, used to like, that hey 
you know, I could go work and make the same amount of money. I'd probably win for that or just go fishing. So I chose. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just say that you were being an adult. Good decisions. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say that. <laughs> well, uh, as promised this week, folks, we've got on the uh, uh, winners, uh, first and third place of the most recent Hobie event out on Kentucky and Barkley Lake and uh, areas that I don't know a lot about. I know, Garrett, you got some experience with it. You fished the event. Uh, yeah. I know that this event is kind of uh, got some history for Hobie because anybody that's been around long enough to know about the uh, Hobie Opens and everything, uh, Kentucky Lake was the location for a large yeah, sum of that. Of the- the birthplace of the Hobie series and a lot and pretty much a lot of other series too. Like yeah, Kentucky Lake used to be the used to be fire back in the day. Now man, most folks just want to stay away from it. Yeah. Me included. I don't I don't care. <laughs> it can they can just keep that one. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's got its ups and downs, but it's kind of starting to make its upswing and I'm sure we'll ever hear all about that here in a little bit. I think that that's true for a good majority of the Tennessee River right now. Yeah. A lot of the lakes are fishing, like overall, better every year over the last few years. I know like Pickwick sucks right now, which mm. sucks because we have a tournament there next weekend. Yeah. But uh, like I've zilch for confidence for that. I don't even know if I'm going to fish it. It was it's been so bad to me these last couple of trips. So, but uh, yeah. So, uh, I guess without further ado, we'll bring them on. We've got one guy uh, making a trip, pulling you know kayaks in tow. And so, we'll work with him best we can, but we'll go ahead and bring him in. Uh, with us today, Jim Orr. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce Abby's last name because I'm going to mess it up. Abendoza? Abendanza. I think that's right. Danza. Ah, oh, it's close. Yeah. There you go. I'm not looking at it, so that was all memory. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing what's today? Good. How are you all? We're making it. Well, Hanging we, in there. Yeah, <laughs> best we can. I, I'm trying to get home on time and get the show going and put the whole work day behind me. Finally got there. It's almost beer 30. It's almost Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, we've never had either one of you guys on, and we always like to give our guests a chance to introduce themselves, but especially when we haven't had you on before, so it's real fresh. No one really knows you as far as our show goes. So, uh, Jim, why don't you uh, introduce yourself, tell us you know, a little bit about you and how you got into the whole uh, kayak fishing craze. Um, obviously, my name is Jim Moore, uh, better known as Jackson's dad. Uh <laughs> No, I, I honestly, I got into it. Uh, we were looking to, we started toying around with buying a, buying a boat uh, when Jackson was 12 years old. Uh, he's, he's 20 and a half now. So that's a little over eight years ago, I guess. And uh, he had come across these pictures of what turned out to be a Hobie. Uh, and I'd called at, at the time. I had no idea who they were. But uh, I called uh, this place in Cincinnati, Strictly Sale, and set up a demo um, earlier in the week for the weekend. Uh, turned out we've got a Hobie dealer right here in Fort Wayne, um, you know. And uh, so we ended up going to going to the place here in Fort Wayne and demoing that. Fell in love with it. Uh, Jackson, it, where it, this outfitter's on a river. 
So uh, got them out in the boat, um, and then they happened to have uh, a uh, 17T there also. And you know, my daughter lives in Washington. The last thing I wanted to do when I saw the price tag was buy three of them. So uh, they cut me a deal on the 17T. I bought a 17T, and uh, uh, it was a used team boat. You know, it had been used for a year, but it was a uh, Hobie 14. Um, and then, uh, I grabbed my camera and we started toting that, that those things around. And, uh, you know, the 17 was, it was a hell of a boat. Um, a lot of weight yeah. to that thing. Yeah, um, if anybody listening doesn't know what that is, just Google Hobie PA 17 T it is, it is huge. Like it's huge. Yeah. But I mean, I could pack anything I wanted to pack in that boat, especially when I was going out solo. Um, and we started fishing here locally and uh, his first tournament, you know, he placed, uh, I think he placed second in his very first tournament. And, um, you know, I took some fishing poles with me, but, you know, I, I was taking pictures most of the day. And at the time, you know, it was a three fish limit. And uh, I ended up, I ended up catching three that day, you know, and I did not, nothing, nothing crazy, but uh, I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, this was fun. Um, and, uh, a year later, you know, when he was 13 years old, uh, we, we found her. So Mike Denzel here in Fort Wayne, he's on the regional team. Um, got to know him pretty well through the purchase. Got with the 17P, uh, probably wore AJ McWhorter out, uh, asking just because at the time he was the regional rep for Fort Wayne. Uh, so I was, you know, they gave me a cell phone number, which that was a huge mistake. Um, <laughs> and, calling him, asking him all kinds of questions, whatever. And, uh, and within a year we found ourselves at Kentucky Lake, um, for the, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called. I got the Hobie Bass Open series, it, but it was, the, it, it was the, it was the Bass Open that they do. And, um, and Jackson, we begged and begged and begged. We didn't know anybody in the room. You know, w we knew them from social media. You know, there was Eric Siddiqui, there was Jay Wallen, uh, Christine Fisher was there, uh, Jody Queen, Matt Ball, uh, you know, the list goes, Guillermo, uh, Russ, all these guys, they were all there, you know, and, but nobody knew who we were, you know, and, uh, you know, there was like icons, you know, because Jackson at the time, and I mean, he was, that's all he did. He didn't play video games. He watched YouTube. He watched anything and get his hands on that had to do with fishing and uh and beg beg to get him into the uh, idols at the time well that was the thing he wanted to but because of yeah. his age they wouldn't they wouldn't allow him to sign up in the adult division so you know and, and i had to go out with him you know wherever he went i had to go with him and uh so he ended up having to fish the youth division well he won the youth division and i i want to say his three fish limit over the two days, he ended up with like a, it was either 103 or 108 inches, but it was enough that he would have placed like seventh or eighth in the adult division, you know, and, and that's where it just kind of, you know, the, the camera turned on, you know, and it's like, Hey, and not to mention, I mean, we had, we had a great time, you know, a fantastic time. So, um, you know, we started fishing some of the, you know, they used to, KBF used to do the one night or, or the one night stands. Um, we've got so many memories of sleeping on boats and fishing in the middle of the night and doing that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, we fished our local group, the Indian 
gigantic kayak anglers. I'm one of three of the board of directors with Matt Gibson and Jason Young. Um, and got a heck of a group of group of guys that fish here in Indiana with the Indiana kayak anglers, fished all those. Um, and then when the Bass Open Series, we opened ourselves up to the KBF and then on to Hobie Bass Open. So quite honestly, that's how it all happened. And, you know, I'm the only way Jackson was getting there, you know, when he was 13, 14, 15, uh, he needed to ride. So um, I'd, we went together everywhere we went. So it's been a little different since he got his license. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I mean, I, I see him more on the road than – we see each other at the house or even at, at, at campus, you know, he's a, he's a student at uh, Carson Newman university on their fishing team. Yeah. Um, but we cross paths and spend a lot more time on the road together, you know, and this, uh, this group of people became family. So uh, it's been awesome. That's that, cool and, that, yeah, and that's what I look forward to. It, it really awesome. is. It really is. That's, that's insane to, like kind of hear how it started and that Jackson's been a threat from the get go. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. talented man. And then Jim, well, and he, uh, he, for anybody that's for, for anybody that's listening to this show knows like we, most of these folks that listen, keep up with leaderboards and stuff. Jim's not bad either. Like obviously he's on here for a reason, but I don't know how many times you'll see there, those two names within just a couple of places, each other on the leaderboard. So, uh, Jackson's a hammer, but don't don't count yourself out at all. Uh, I appreciate like, that. <laughs> Do you guys get? I'm usually going for the other? points. He, he he's going for the win every time, and I'm usually going for the points. There you go. Gotcha. The old the old wise man tactic versus the yeah. young buck. <laughs> well, uh, Abby, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man? Give us give us the grand introduction. My name is uh, Abby Abendanza. Uh, thanks for having me on. I am located out of Pennsylvania. And I apologize I'm driving because I got the central time mixed up at the Eastern time. Oh, <laughs> so, it's all good. No worries. Uh, I, was actually on, I was actually on the lake. But uh, I am a uh, – everybody knows me and knows I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge smallmouth guy. Um, I'm a finesse guy. And my – kayak journey didn't start until about three years ago uh i'm 51 i did music full-time for 10 years i toured on the road uh i was a front man for a band called the poverty not killbillies and we signed a deal uh yeah uh we signed a deal out of nashville with a major label in 2005 to, to 2008 and then i i went on after the band broke up in 2008 i uh, signed two other record deals, solo deals. And, uh, so I toured 280 dates a year for about seven years Ooh. and, uh, lived on a bus basically. So my fishing was pretty, uh, limited other than taking a pole on the road with me. And, um, so I was doing boat, boat tourneys before I got into the music and I started music late. I didn't start music till I was 27. And, um, there was a lapse there where with the boat tourneys because of the music being so demanding. Uh, I got after, well, I think it was 2009. I got back in the boat tourneys and about three years ago, my buddy who he's actually an ex uh, professional UFC fighter. 
Um, he he Adam Milstead he fishes as well on the yeah. Hobie Trail and everything. And he he called me. He's like, dude, he's, you need to come over to the to the kayak side. And I said, man, I said, is there a boat big enough for me? <laughs> and because uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm thinking kayak. You know, I, I never understood what the fishing kayak was and um so i went and saw him at the time he had a jackson big rig and i went and saw him and i was like wow okay it's pretty big so i actually went and bought a hobie my first kayak was a hobie uh 180 uh, pa 14 yeah and within four months i had a 360. <laughs> so <laughs> once i saw that three once i saw that 360 i was like yeah this forward and reverse thing gotta go yeah. And uh, and then I started doing the national scene uh, two years ago, and uh, my first year it was a learning curve. You know, uh, I took I did take fifth in the Susquehanna uh, uh, BOS that, that sold out in a matter of minutes actually, and um, and then this past this is my second year. I, I made tournament champions last year. Uh, with points and pretty solid first year. So my first year and I made, I, I felt that, I, you know, I was just getting the hang of it and understanding how, you know, you basically have to learn how to fish again because it makes you yeah, absolutely. really narrow down how, how to fish. And um, you just can't jump on a 250 horsepower motor and go. So for me, that was the learning curve was okay i gotta be a little bit more methodical on how i how i pick areas how to fish mm-hmm. and uh what's what suits me my my strongholds and everything and so that first year was a was a good learning curve i did a lot of regional stuff uh had a lot of top 10 finishes regionally and uh so i i'm, I'm very competitive so i got right into the national scene the following year and uh Send it. and that's when i and I, I i went ahead and i had a couple uh top 20 finishes and at the time they only paying 10 percent of the field so usually it was the top 10 or the top 15 and um i did cash a check once and then come close a couple times at wisconsin i came in 11th and they paid the top 10 i believe hmm. and uh but that that 11th secured my toc spot for last year and um i i beat it with a buzzer beater at, literally with a minute left i caught a 19 and a half in small bot that called me uh nine places wow there you so, go and uh um, meant to be so jumped, yeah jumped me right back up to 11th and that that secured my spot um i think he jumped first for points for the year so uh, this year I had a whole new ball game. What I was, my plans were to do, and that was to be focused and fish my strengths. Uh, I learned a lot fishing down south last year. I need to be more of a power fisherman, and uh, I learned that real quick on chick. And the second day I did power fish, and if I would have did that the first day, I probably would have been kind of chucked the, on the on the uh, tournament. So from there on out, I picked up that jackhammer. Pretty much, I don't put the jackhammer down in the spring. Um, my first tournament not a this bad year. It, yeah, uh, my first tournament this year at Harris Chain, I cut a check. 
Um, I didn't put, I literally did not put the jackhammer down, but for one half hour on the last day. And I fished it nonstop. And, and then went to Caddo. I come in 53rd out of two, 220 or 210, whatever it was in Caddo. And got good points there. And uh, didn't put, I basically just fished a Senko and a jackhammer there. And, um, but you still take eight rods with you. Yeah, you know, stick to if your guns. If you're if you're lucky, it's only eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, but and then Santa Cooper, I didn't do well. Um, there was only one day they fished it because uh, high winds on the first day, which was a yeah. good call. And I actually zeroed. That was the first time I ever zeroed in a tournament. And um, well, welcome to the club. It sucks. So, yeah. yeah. Especially when you caught a seven, I caught a seven one in practice. And uh, that sounds like me so, on Pickwick two years ago. Yeah, it was uh, that was a little heartbreaking. And um, and then I went to I didn't go to Seminole and this last one, Kentucky. I had never fished Kentucky. Um, I, I got down there on Tuesday morning, I drove through tonight, got there at 4 30. Um, took a little power nap or half an hour, got up, started getting dressed, started getting ready, got all my stuff out, went to go get my rods out, left the keys home in Pennsylvania for my rod walk. Oh, no. Oh, God. So I had to, uh, had to call locksmith at five o'clock in the morning. So that was a nice hundred dollar bill. And then, um, yeah, I thought nice. I, I fished Barkley the first two days, um, uh, got on a good jackhammer pattern and a swim bait pattern mm-hmm. and you know i felt confident if i needed to go over there i i i can catch you know 75 i think i had close to 80 inches on one day yeah and for what i heard that was pretty good you know if i had 80 inches that was pretty good and then on thursday halfway through the day i decided to meet my buddy over mid lake and kentucky lake and i found him and I, John Klein and I found a pod of smallmouth that were literally 18 inches and bigger. Uh, we both caught over so, over 90 inches. <clears throat> wow. Um, my first five fish was 92 and a quarter. So I caught there. And uh, so I thought that was pretty phenomenal considering that I haven't heard of 90 inches being even yeah. registered uh, there. I time. told my buddy going into it that I thought somewhere around 80 to 85 inches a day was going to win it. Um, yeah. Turns out that was pretty, pretty close. Yeah. And <laughs> I, it, it happened for a swim. It was all swim bait for, for John and I, and hmm. it was a 200 yard stretch. And it was just from five, it went from four and a half foot down to eight foot. And that was it. Nothing spectacular about it. I think, the wind was just right. It was pushing bait into there. And I found three other areas within a half a mile there that I didn't even fish Friday. I felt that confident that I had that good of a pattern. Wow. And come Saturday, come Saturday, I hurry up and got a large amount limit. First hour I had my limit. And I, I think I ended the day with 73 and three quarter. And I was sitting in mm-hmm. 35th place. I tried to get to the small mop. I got out there, 
saw them on live scope. They were there. They were 17 mile an hour winds. It was blowing three, four footers in. Plus there was a marina there and the marina was literally just all the boat traffic was making it yeah. even worse. So I could not get those fish to eat. I tried like hell to get them to eat. I could not get them to eat at all. And I checked it every every 30 minutes. I went out and checked it. And I was fishing mm-hmm. a bay right behind it that was protected from the wind. And I uh, could not get them to eat. So on the night of we're, myself, uh, Ryan Lambert, and Adam Milstead, or I'm sorry, not um, John Klein, we were the only three that stayed. Jeff and Lot had went home, and um, and we were just we were just tying up stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on a. I heard an old guy talking at the boat ramp on Tuesday, and he was talking to his buddy, and he kept on talking about purple, purple is purple that. Yeah. So I tired of Peter. I tired of. Uh, I could not get them to eat an egg, even that day that I tried to get them a couple different things to, to see what they would eat just in case the swim bait wasn't working yeah. and I could not get them to eat a Ned for the life of me and Lambert's like oh you're you're crazy those especially eating it I said I'm telling you I tried every color I tried a big TRD a small TRD a hula stick I could not get him to eat it you put and that uh, like PB and J or something like that on there so I went with a peanut butter and jelly fatty yeah. Z and I put it on a shaky head instead of a net head. Yeah. And I tied it on that night. So I went to go try to catch a limit with a jackhammer first thing in the morning on day two. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, bright bluebird skies. Those small are not going to be there. They're, they're not going to hit. And I said, well, I don't – up north, that's that's a, that's a smallmouth day. When it's bright and sunny, it's smallmouth. Yeah. And um, I could not get him to eat that jackhammer that morning for an hour. So I started to panic, and I was like, "Oh!" So I went out to uh, um, out to the flat. I got out to the flat. John and I were out there, and my second cast, I had a beer run colored minnows, Z-Man minnows on, mm-hmm. and on a quarter ounce swim bait, and I caught an eighteen and a quarter, and nice. then I knew right then. I wasn't even on the flat. I just got onto the flat, and. I figured that was going to be it. So it went dead for about 30 minutes and I could not get him to hit that swim bait again. So I picked up that fatty Z in the first cast. And I'm telling you when this smallie hit it, it, it was like a freight train hit it. I don't know if they were grabbing it and running it from other smallies or what, what was going on, but I literally took everything I had. I had it on a, I had it on a spinner rod. It took everything I had to catch up to him. Every one of them. I, wow. I caught my limit. I caught my next four in, um, probably half an hour and I was posting fish but I wasn't paying attention and John yells over he goes do you know you're sitting in second place I said what <laughs> <laughs> and I was like ah you're you're joking and I said there's no way because I, I was in 35th place on, on day yeah. one but the and leaderboard sure enough, was pretty, pretty tight all the way through from I think I was in 28th or something like that and I was only like three inches from check range, and yeah, I think twelve and, and inches my goal, from the lead. So it was like, and my pretty, goal at that point was just to get in, maybe to the top twenty, you know, and yeah. get some good points. Uh, I, I no way I thought that I could get in the top three, 
And so then I'm like looking, I'm like, all right, I'm checking to see if everybody's checking their fishing. (laughs) Because I knew there was guys the day before that that couldn't until the tournament was over, like Russ and, you know, well, Christine was spitting her fish and uh, Garamo. And, you know, I was checking on Ryan because Ryan was up there on day one. And, and yeah. Jim and, and Jackson, and I'm looking at everybody. I'm like, well, it looks like everybody's submitting their fish. And I said, so many stars had to align for that to happen. Um, that the guys who did catch them strong on day one, they, they, they couldn't catch them, you know, in order for me to jump up, up that far. Yeah. And so I stayed in second place. I think it, they forgot to shove off the leaderboard. It was like 120. I think at 115, Jackson jumped ahead of me. And I knew, I saw he had a couple small fish. Uh, I was like, well, if he catches one fish, he's going to jump ahead of me. I only had an inch and a quarter on him. And um, so kudos to Jackson and Jim. I mean, they did great. And, you know, I at I that do. point, I, I still didn't think that I was going to be in third place. And I got back to the, to the wards. I got the text and come to the wards. And uh, – I was talking to Ewing in the in the parking lot. He's like, "Yeah, I jumped in front of Logan, and Logan was right behind me when they shot the leaderboard." So I'm like, "Well, if he jumped in front of Logan, then he probably jumped in front of me." And then he told me his total, and I was like, well, "Okay, there's a chance I might be in third place." And uh, unless Logan called at the last minute, and and that's what it was. Uh, Ewing had jumped ahead of him in the fourth, and I did hold on to third, but. For me, that was that was pretty surreal for me because, uh, you know, small is, is my game, and I, I, I caught so many fish that day that I just couldn't call seventeen. And I needed seventeen and a half inch fish. I can't tell you how many seventeen inch, seventeen and a quarter inch fish I caught that day. <laughs> all uh, all of and... <laughs> the the rest of the big ones that John and I were catching on Thursday. I think they were there because I was seeing some pretty big fish on last. I just couldn't get them to eat. And, um, but we had caught, John had caught a 19 on Thursday, but all my fish were like 18 and a quarter, 18, 18 and a half on Thursday. Same with his. And I quit keeping track after 92 and a quarter. I'm like, well, if I have 90, 90 inches in smallies, I said, I, I, I'll be sitting pretty good. Yeah. And I just quit keeping track. You know, I knew they were all big fish. You know, they were all like four pounds. Yeah, I mean, and, you're, uh, so your day two total, 88 and a half inches, that was the second best five fish limit of the whole tournament. Behind. That's Okay, so I didn't know that. I knew on day two I had the highest limit by like four or five inches. Yeah, um, definitely on, on day two. So I for didn't the whole know tournament, that, yeah. It was the second yeah, best of the whole, whole. The first one was – Francis Tran on the first day, he had 88 and three quarter inches. So only okay. quarter inch better. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, like I said, it, it worked out really well, but honestly, I didn't think Kentucky Lake fished that bad. <laughs> that was my first time there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it I definitely sounds pretty now. good. <laughs> I know it's easy to say now, but even during practice, I didn't, I felt that it wasn't fishing that bad. I was catching some previous and largemouth. Yeah, it, and, it felt um, like it was fishing pretty good that week leading up to the event. Like it was fishing a lot better than what what I a agree. lot of people led on to to believe, I guess. And I I know Ryan has had Lambert has had some horrific uh, things happen there, you know. And 
yeah. in the house. And he kept on saying, he goes, it's going to bite you. It's going to bite you if you go out there with smallies, I'm telling you. Yeah. And, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was, uh, it felt it felt really good to uh, to make that happen and uh, and get that submission to the TOC. Now now I can go fish the other two that I'm fishing, which Cayuga, which I'm looking I'm really looking forward to. And um, it should be a, a smash fest. Yeah, I saw the, the MLF <laughs> guys are up there this week. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, this week coming. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that'll be so exciting. Forward to, watch. to that. And then I'll be doing a new river after that. Nice. Got a lot coming up. Yeah. Well, hell... uh, but I, even on day two, I could not get him to eat that net. I tried. Yeah, that's why I don't throw that shit. And I try. I know, I know. Careful. Potter, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw a tickler and I could not get him to eat that either. And I know Jim hmm. caught most of his fish on a tickler. Caught all of them on a tickler. All right. Well, uh, sum it up well, for us. Yeah. Well, let's hear about it, Jim. Uh, tell us about, um, like, you, do you have much ex- like previous experience with that lake? I mean, obviously, as you said in the beginning with Jackson and being out there a couple times, did did y'all make that a stop? Y'all made a lot, you know, whether it was a tournament or not, or did you have no, a piece No, no. I mean, the only time we've ever been there is for a tournament. But when we go, yeah. you know, especially when he was, when he was younger, uh, and when, I mean, really, for the most part, any time I've ever been to Kentucky Lake, we've we've traveled together this past time. We didn't, you know, we haven't been back to Kentucky Kentucky Lake for a couple of years, but you know, a lot of history there. Um, and I can remember, you know, I, I think we put on we put on fifteen hundred miles in Kentucky Lake, you know, in a tournament week after we get there. Uh, yeah, it, but you know, the the boundaries are bigger too when you can go down south and fish Big Sandy and whatnot. So a lot of times, you know, we'd be launching two hours from uh, Kentucky Dam Village. Uh, So on this particular one, um, I only had Jackson got down there. I think he left on Tuesday. So he had Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Um, I didn't get down there until uh, early Thursday evening. I didn't get on the water Thursday. So I had Friday to practice. And so I was first place I went, I, I mean, I went over some things with Jackson, not, you know, and, um, I'm like, you know, I'm going to check this spot out, this spot. I mean, Jackson is nothing for him to launch five ramps in a day. You know, he's very poised. He goes to particular spots, he checks it out and he's off the water and onto the next ramp. Um, for me, um, I'm lucky to get three, you know, and that's yeah. if they're fairly close. Um, but I had gone over some things with him and I'm like, you know, Hey, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. And he'd say, you know, I went there too. Uh, I not worth your time. Um, so I, I went and fished history at a place where Jack fished, you know, where I did well, um, the, uh, last time I was there and, uh, you know, I was on the Barkley dam and I, I caught some fish. Um, but there's, there's wasn't any size to them, you know, and I thought for sure, you know, I could, probably make it happen then uh i'd picked a place uh down south you know that i've been going over with jackson he's like you know you'll catch a limit down there but um there's nothing big down there i'm like you know what i'm gonna go check it out praying that i didn't find fish yeah Yeah, praying that i didn't find fish because it was an hour and 10 minutes from the house 
Um, yeah. And that's the last thing I wanted to do. I just, I just wanted to go to Barkley Dam because it was only 10 minutes away. Yeah. Um, but I went down there and within the first five casts, I had a 19 and a quarter. And I thought, well, I'd, you know, this could be a fluke. Yeah. Um, and, and I did. I put that tickler on and I fished slower than I've, and I'm a slow fisherman, but uh, I fished slower than I've ever fished before. And uh, within, within a half hour, you know, I had a limit and uh, a, a decent limit too. Um, so that's where I decided, that's where I ended up deciding to go. And uh, kind of like Abby, you know, there were, there were other, there are other guys there, especially on tournament day. There was, there were five of us there. Um, and, but everybody's beating the banks. And where, where, you know, I was sitting shallow throwing deep and, yeah. and yeah, I, I, just, I just have to feel every single rock. And I probably went through somewhere between 40 and 50 TRDs that weekend, you know, over the, over the two days to the point, I mean, I was grabbing bags and, and I, I mean, I was, I was rigging up, I was them up and having them, so all I would have to do is, it. yep, cut, cut it off and retie, you know? Um, yeah. and, uh, but on day one, you know, I think I ended up with 88 and a quarter. I think I sit a half inch behind, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and I, so, I didn't have very good reception where I was at. I only had two spots where I could submit fish, but I was just like Abby said, uh, that was the key. I, I was fishing 200 yards and, and I would beat it up. I mean, after two days, you know, I, I left my trail, my trail on. And uh, after two days, I mean, I couldn't even see where I was sitting. The screen was so black. Solid <laughs> black know? line. Black yeah, it's just a sol solid <laughs> black line. Way. You know, and, and uh, I probably, back and forth I would guess, I would guess on Saturday, I probably caught between 30 and 40 fish. Easy. Jesus. You know, with that, with the wind blowing and everything. And I was yeah. just rocking and rolling. And then Sunday morning rolled around. Um, Obviously, I went back there, and I'd had several people reach out. You know, Lambert and uh, we were staying with Sadiqi and Christine and uh, Caramo, Russ, Josh Stewart was there, Jason Broge, and uh, you know they were all yeah. encouraging. I'm like, I appreciate it, but I'm gonna find a way to screw this up. Um, <laughs> ended up launching and right out of the gate. Uh, I didn't get anything for the first half hour and that was making me nervous. And then, uh, then I ended up hooking a 16 and three quarter. Like, okay, this is, this is something. And then, um, I ended up with, uh, I can't remember if I got the 18 or the 19 on, uh, Sunday. Um, 19. And then I was like, yeah, I got the 19 on Sunday. Like, okay. And, and ironically, the 19 and the quarter, the 18 and the 19 and, the 19, the quarter, the 18, and the 19 all came from the exact same spot. Yeah. Uh, exact same spot, but only one one each day. Um, and then... They weren't the same fish, I, were they? Uh, they Stretching they, and compressing on its way up. <laughs> <laughs> Those weren't the same fish. But I ended, <laughs> up, uh, I ended up working my way up to... Uh, uh, it was tough with the, with the sun shining. Um and and I I regret there there was a big flat out in the middle that I did that I did not go fish. And I never fished it in practice, and I kept 
I kept arguing with myself, just go out there, go out there, go out there. I'm like, you know what? That never works out for you in the past. So I would, I would, I would fish it hard and literally just kind of when the wind picked up that, that helped, that helped a ton. Um, I was probably, my fish were coming in 10 to 12 foot of water, you know, but, but I have to throw it out there, let it and literally feel every single rock and just, just fish it slow. Um, to the point, you know, I mean, I would just kind of let that, that slow wind, I was drifting maybe, oh, half mile an hour, you know, and, and just twitching, you know, and, and working it really slow. Um, and I ended up with, uh, 80 and a half inches feeling, uh, feeling pretty confident. Um, but you know, I had my eyes on Abby, not knowing what he did. And then, uh, of course, Jackson called me at uh, 201 or 301. I can't remember what time, a minute after the tournament ended, asking me if I called up, you know, um, because, you know, he called up a couple of times in that last, you know, after they turned that, I think he called up at least one more time when they turned the leaderboard off. But I was worried about Logan, you know, because, you know, he had, mm-hmm. he had some room to move in that last hour. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I got packed up, I got on the road, um, and, Within and I, I didn't have reception for the first forty minutes of the drive, um, but you know every now and again t- your text message will come through w- um, when you get to those gaps or whatever. And I had a text yeah. message that popped up from AJ that said, "Hey, give me a call when you can." I'm like, "Oh man, this isn't good." Um, so I did get to a spot where I had reception, and rather than just drive, I just pulled over and stopped, and I called them. Well, that 16 and, a, and three quarter fish that I caught first thing in the morning, I caught the previous day. Oh. So, yeah, that was a, that cost me two and a half inches, you know. Oh. And, and I, I didn't ask him where I was sitting. I just asked him if uh, that was that would change my position. And he said he didn't think so. You know, he wasn't positive. He didn't want to commit to that, but he didn't think so. And huh. at that time, I had no idea where I was sitting, you know. Um, so when we got back, you know, I mean, um, you know, and I, very rarely do I get the text to come to awards and, um, I did get, I, I obviously did get the text. Um, so we got packed up cause Jackson, and I had to get back here so he could leave for Florida. So we got packed up, went to awards and, uh, you know, we went through everything and I got called up into that group of the top five and, uh, you know, just through talking to people and stuff. I, I knew where everybody was at except Logan. And when his name was the first one to get called in fifth place, which is a huge accomplishment for him. And I want to give him kudos for that. But yeah, when his name got called, I mean, I started tearing up, you know, cause I knew where Jackson was at too. Yeah. No, yeah, man. So that was, it, it was a it was a pretty special moment and the standing up there for those i don't know 10 minutes or so while, while they went through fifth fourth and third that that was probably the longest 10 minutes of my life oh yeah i can like it's long when we're watching it like especially like you know i'm, I'm good buddies with russ and stuff and it's like situations where i know he's had a tournament but you're just watching the award show i can only like if it's long for me I can only imagine what it's like for the guys that it's happening to. And, you know, and, and I, I 
can't even imagine that feeling like one, two in with your son. And, you know, especially given like some of the history that you guys had. And and then having that, that call fishing together about that fish getting, uh, you know, the, the penalty or it's disqualified, right? It's DQ when that fish is. Yeah. Yeah. It was DQ. So it got replaced by a 14 and a quarter inch fish. That's yeah. So that, that, that cost me two and a half inches, which luckily didn't matter. You know, thank God. Uh, you still ended up with 166 overall for the two day, uh, edged out Jackson had 164 and three quarter. And then Abby, uh, right on y'all's heels with 162 and a quarter. Um, but what, what do you think about that rule? Like I'm very, I've been thinking about that a lot after I saw Lambert have the same issue. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't, not that I don't agree with it. It's just like most rules that come in place. It's like, sure. I don't agree with them, but then you kind of see like, okay, well if X happens, I understand. So that's why this rule is in place. I don't really understand catching the same fish on two different days is in my mind, so hard to do. I don't understand why that would same day. Sure. I get it. But, but what are y'all's thoughts on it? Either one, both of y'all, I want to hear both of y'all's opinion on it. I mean, for me, I, I guess I do get it because I mean, um, you know, I mean, for example, like bed fishing, you know, that, see, that's the only time of year I feel like yeah, that rule would come into play. I made that argument. Like, I don't know that, that it's kind of ethical to do that, to catch the same fish two days in a row. Maybe that's why that rule's in place. But like what you're saying, like you're offshore fishing and catch the same fish two days in a row. Like how, that's like pure luck kind of thing. I mean, I think that's skill. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. Um, same day. I understand, but if you're fishing 10, 12 feet of water and you catch that fish again on day two, I mean, that, that fish is just hungry. Ironically, I mean, the fish came from, you know, I mean, there was, I had zero disagreement with AJ, uh, especially after I looked at the fish. I mean, uh, and a rule's a rule, right? So, I mean, the, the, whatever rule applies to me applies to everybody else. But, um, it, you know, I went through and zoomed up on it, and the markings and stuff. You know, I, I had no idea I caught the same – it was the same fish, you know, because I caught so many – they were they were a lot more scarce on Sunday than they were on Monday or on uh, Saturday. But uh, yeah. I caught so many on Saturday. I mean, I was just having fun. Um but when I looked at it, the, the fish came from the exact same place too. I mean, within a 200 yard stretch. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like it was 100 yards away. It was the exact same area. That's insane. Oh man, that's probably just, within 10 yards. It's just crazy to think. It's not. I mean, I, I definitely understand it because me and Garrett talked about it. I definitely understood it from the bed fishing aspect. You know, spawn time of year, but especially when we're fishing down here in the South and everybody knows we're out of that. Like they look at your GPS pins. They know where you're at on the lake. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a rule that gets kind of looked at again in the future. You know, Uh, maybe it doesn't, who knows? I don't know. I just, for it to happen to Lambert, I was like, dang, that is kind of terrible. And then I found out it happened, you know, multiple times in a tournament. And I was like, geez, like, 
this is a this could potentially be a problem and uh but i'm glad it worked out for you i mean and you had it absolutely i mean everybody talks about how tough kentucky lake can be especially like the in the past the tournaments we've had like the champion uh kbf championship last year and how good russ did but russ was you know fishing in the rivers and you know, had all that range, like we were, that was cut off for this tournament. So for you, you guys and Jackson, and you know, I mean, and everybody that really hammered on them, uh, you know, congrats to y'all and showing that the lake's coming around and that it can fish really good. And I know Abby, you know, you being a smallmouth guy, like me coming into fishing and hearing about Kentucky Lake, that's what a lot of guys love doing was ledge fishing for, for smallies on Kentucky Lake. So it's really cool to hear about, you know, 90 inches, big bags of, smallies being a big player out there again uh yeah you know definitely honestly i I probably caught over 92 and 92 and a quarter i just quit measuring you know i I bet you i caught close to 94 if i really went through and measured them all yeah um but it's pretty solid day yeah 20 pound sack (laughs) yeah i mean when you when you have days like that i mean you know, I, I told the guys back at the, the house, and they're like, oh, those fish will be gone. And I had a feeling it was one of those areas that, you know, there was gravel there. There was that gravel rock there. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of bait fish. And I just had a feeling the way that boat traffic was coming and the way the wind was coming, it was pushing all that stuff into there. And that's why those fish were there. So what what kind of what kind of stuff were you fishing exactly? Like, was this a kind of a flat off? offshore flat or like off the I main was, river channel i was literally like i was literally in four and a half to, to six feet of water at all times okay and cast the furthest i cast it out to i did go out there to see if there was a ledge on day on day two when when that 30 minute lull there yeah because i wanted to see if there was maybe i thought okay maybe there is a little bit of a ledge out there and they're and they're pulling out on that ledge yeah yeah and they're they're laying on that ledge so I did go out there in the deepest. I saw it went out to 14 feet, but it was very gradual. It took me like 200 yards off the bank to get out to that 14 feet. So it wasn't anything like where it was like it went from five to eight like now. Yeah. yeah. It, it was very gradual. Um, so the fish were in, I would say, five and a half to seven and a half foot of water. Um, and there was a, one particular area where I caught a lot of them. Um, and again, it was, there was, there was a drop off to my left. Um, it went from seven foot down to 13 foot, but it wasn't, it, it was enough of a drop off where it was like a bank, you know, Yeah. but they weren't there. They were up on the, on that flat. And, That's crazy. And I was laughing, John and I were laughing because all the boat guys were out on that 14 foot mark yeah you know, there, there was guys on tourneys and they kept on coming and checking that that 13 foot area little bowl over here and you know i'm and i'm we're laughing because we're you know i made sure when there was a boat guy there if i caught a fish i made sure that i i kept that fish down. yeah and, you want to get uh, that uh bent red bent rod pattern yeah, going because those guys those guys down there they don't care no i, mean, they, I had guys vultures I had guys cut me off two, two days in a row coming like right off. And, uh, you know, and you know, I, you know, I just say, Hey, you know, thanks guys. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't hey, get you're a bigger man than I am. Cause I'm gonna say a lot more than that. <laughs> well, 
you know, I figure I if they would have kept if they would have kept staying there and not kept going, I'd said something. Yeah. But I know the one guy did see me catch the one 18 inch fish I caught. And um, cause it, it, I, it must've jumped like five times. I couldn't keep it down from jumping. Couldn't help. And um, I, I literally caught all those fish on one fatty Z. I never changed that fatty Z. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so you got one guy over here going through. 60 different ones and he's got one going through them. yeah jim's the first one i've guy i've heard of going through like when you say going through and where were they you, you like breaking them off getting them stuck in that stuff or like actually just ruining the bait well no i wouldn't had the trds are fine yeah there's nothing wrong with the yeah. trds but but dragging them dragging them slow over those rocks i mean i get them stuck and you know i yeah, and i i'd pedal i'd pedal up to it well even if I, what I learned was, I mean, even if, even if I was able to get the thing loose, I mean, it'd come up and, you know, that, that hook would be gapped and rather yeah, than screw around yeah. with trying to bend it back or whatever. I mean, I mean, I, I've got, I've got a whole, I should, I should have brought them just to show you. I mean, I've got probably a whole bag full of TRDs, you know, with hooks on them, you know, with heads and everything, but you know, it's, uh-huh. uh, I, I didn't want, I, I just wasn't up for wasting any time or, one of the things, you know, I, I've, I've learned a ton of stuff from, from Jackson over the years. Um, you know, I, and I watched that kid. I watch, He's not a kid anymore. He's a young man. But I watch him go through so much line. And the line on my reels, I mean, I, I change it when I run out. Or, I mean, it's just so brittle. It's I have to change it. Um, yeah, the one thing he, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one, the one thing he's taught me, though, over the you know, and – so I just run my run my finger up there from that TRD. I'd run it up, you know, a couple of feet. And every time I felt something, ah, okay, I cut it off, tie, tie another one on. I wasn't taking any chances, um, yeah. you know. And and I think you know that's been one of the hardest rule changes for me uh, has been not communicating on the water, you know, because uh, over the years, you know, I mean, I've I've just been. You know, and, and it's not about share, sharing of information, but you know, like kind of like a social event, like just yeah, well, it's social, but like, but at the same time, you know, I mean, Jackson, Jackson, and I were fishing. I mean, he was five minutes from the house. I was I was an hour and ten minutes from the house, and the only way I could see how he was doing or see what kind of head, head space he was in or whatever was to look at the leaderboard. And I've, and I've been, uh, and he'll tell you, I mean, uh, to the point I'm probably making sick over it, you know, cause I, I tell him why look at the leaderboards, you know, I mean, that's costing you a cast and that's a chance at a fish, you know? So, um, I didn't, spend, I, me, myself, I spent more time looking at the leaderboard, not to see where I was at, but, but watch, literally watching him climb. I think he started out with, with, uh, 72 or 74 inches he started the day out with on Sunday and he climbed himself up to, I think it was what, 84 something, 85 maybe? and a half, 85 and a half. Yeah. You know, and, and I just kept watching him go and you know, I didn't, I didn't had no idea what he had done there in that last hour, but that was the hardest part for me, you know, is, is not being able, not being able to talk, you know, and, and, you know, just be a voice of inspiration, I guess. Yeah, I I I hope that there's an amendment to that rule, at least a little bit. 
Um, I definitely understand the rule, but. Oh, so oh, yeah, no, I... a little bit for this event, at least they, he laxed up on it as far as like in person. They mentioned it at the captain's yep. meeting. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So, yeah. Like, that, that was weird. That was weird too. Yeah. You know? I was like, because... why did, why did they change that last minute like that? Yeah, I'm glad they did because yeah. And when you said that, you know, I mean, I knew where I knew where Jackson was fishing, and I knew where I was fishing. I'm like, well, that's not even gonna, you know, I that's mean, we're help. so far yeah. apart. I mean, I didn't even see him in the morning because he was, you know, he got to sleep in until 45 minutes after I left. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, um, but no, that that was I was, I was I, five I thought, minutes from our house too. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, we were staying uh, we were staying all the way at the north end, and I, of course, you know, I. Ended up fishing the south, the south end of the boundaries. Yeah, but uh, that that was super cool for me just to be able to do that and to be that far apart, you know, and uh, end up right back together at the end of the day. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I, really cool feeling, I'm sure. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a kid; she doesn't care about fishing, but got another one on the way, so I'm hopeful that maybe this one gets the bug and we can do this kind of stuff together uh and enjoy yeah. it kind of gonna set in the standard for us right now oh yeah i'm sure it'd be a lot worse for me and my kid because you know i don't want my kid beating me you know what i'm saying like what you beat your you you got jackson this time and i'm i'm stoked for you because he, he came damn close so he did yeah. <laughs> he was coming yeah he came damn close and, but you know what at the end of the day it, w- it wouldn't have mattered oh no no, that's it, it. really cool story, and it's just really, really awesome how it worked out. And you know, congrats to you again on the big win, and you know, getting no, to thank you get to experience all that with all those great people, and you know, over getting to still you know get that spot after the little issue with the fish, and you know, Abby, congrats on freaking hammering on smallies and. Thank you. Uh, just making, getting up there, getting a good check, and getting in the TOC, and I mean the rest of your year is pretty much set unless you're shooting for AOI. So, well, I'm waiting for that to come out because I'm I'm kind of curious now where I'm where I'm going to sit in that. You know, yeah, this should um, help you a lot for that. Yeah, it should. It should put me. Out. I I think I was in 57th, but How honestly, are they doing I that didn't... this year is it like your best four or your best the best four. best four four. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't I didn't submit a fish at Sandy, so and I didn't. Fish Neither Sandy. did I, Abby. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. fish. Uh, yeah, no, I got I got smoked for for the first time ever. I got smoked on on Sandy. Huh. Yeah, I and I I didn't well, fish Seminole, so <laughs> that that fifty seventh is off of two places, that you know off of two, Caddo and uh, Harris Chain. So yeah. that should... so what he's saying, folks, is he's about to scream up that leaderboard. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it sounds yeah, like they're so... going to be right in his backyard, kind of. Well, uh, and then you know, coming coming Cayuga. into the your, the next scoring event for you, you come into Cayuga, yeah, that's yeah, that can play yeah. play heavy. I gave myself you. two bad two bad tourneys, so they're taking four. I'm fishing six. Just trying to get myself... everybody else a chance. <laughs> <laughs> He, no, he's I, just trying I, to have that dramatic finish to the year. Yeah, uh, I, I'm blessed that I, you know, that I was able to come up and get third because that, like I said, a lot of stars had a line for that to happen, and um, 
and and luckily it, it did. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, I, I think that was something cool about this event is that like no one was really out of it. Like there, all, there was a lot of people that had a chance at jumping up there and cutting check or like what you do, like what you're saying you were in 35th or 30 something. Yeah. I was 35th and, on day one. Yeah. Yeah. And jumped all the way up to third. Um, that's what I was telling my buddy I stayed with. Cause I was in like 28th or something. I was like, man, top 10 is definitely doable. If you just go out there and have a good day. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not out of, yeah. out of the reach. Nobody really blew it out of the water. And that's what I did. I set my sights for just to get the top 20 to get good points that at that, at that time, you know, I was just looking to get good points. And, um, and like I said, for that to happen, it was just, when John told me, I thought he was joking with me. Uh, you sent me in second place. I was like, what? <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> yeah, there's exactly what I said. There's, I said, there's, that's impossible. I said, there's people didn't turn in their fish. So, and that, well, you know, and, you know, and, I'm sorry, Jim, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I, I was going to say, you know, and the one thing just popped in my brain because I'm sitting here like, re- I mean, it seems like it was two months ago, but it, it wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah. You know, Francis Tran, too, you yeah. know, I mean, he had, uh, he, he was leading day one, you know, and, uh, I, uh, I uh, you know, Lambert, one. yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, Lam- Lambert left early, and I remember getting, getting a text from him on the, in the, on the water, and I was, I was in that, uh, stretch where I had reception, and, and I did, I, I happened to check my phone, and it said, it's, you know, it said something like seal the deal or whatever. And I said, Hey, I'm worried about Francis. And, uh, or no, it was right after the tournament ended, I guess. And he, he said, you did it. You know, I'm proud of you. I said, uh, I said, you know, I'm, I'm worried about Francis, you know? And he said that, he said that Francis had posted something right at two o'clock that he'd only, he'd only got four, you know? So, I'm with Abby. I mean, there was a lot of stars that had to align, but you know, I want to make sure we give kudos to Francis because he had a hell of a day one, and he was only one fish from one fish away from uh, having a whole different tournament. Oh yeah, I mean, big big shout out to everybody because uh, again, what what Garrett keeps you know going back to is there was a lot of you know good day ones and then you know decent day twos that helped move some people around, and then you know a lot of the vice versa with decent day ones or, you know, top 40, top 30, and then a little bit better day two. Uh, so, you know, just a shout out to, I mean, basically everybody in the tournament, you know, the most everybody that was catching limits was really moving the leaderboards around, keeping themselves in it, you know, giving themselves a chance. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, I was really good event. That, it looked like there was, I mean, over half the field had a limit day one. It was like, all the way down to 65th place at mm-hmm. a limit on day one out of out of 109. Um, there's just so many of that I don't know, 14 to 16 inch fish range in that lake right now that it's that it, it was like the leaderboard was like stacked between quarters of quarter of an inch all the way down. Yeah, so that kind of made it exciting. Absolutely. Well, uh, what, what, what do you, before we let you guys get out of here and, uh, want to know, uh, what do y'all got next? Who, who's got, who's going where next? Go ahead, Abby. Cayuga. <laughs> Likewise. Cayuga. 
Yep, I'll, I'll be for Jim, for Jim well. and I. That's probably not that far. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the closer tournaments. Yeah, so that it'll be nice to only drive five and a half hours. Yeah, we I've got been, a little farther than that to go, but I've been. Uh, I was supposed to go to Cayuga uh, last week and or week before and didn't get to get up there. And so I've been debating on trying to get in on that registration for that one and go up there. I just don't know if I want my first time in New York to be in a tournament. You know, my, like, my buddy fishes a Toyota series and he took second up there and uh, he caught 31 pounds. Oh, <laughs> on five wow. Fish. On five fish. So that gives you any yeah, indication but, what kind of fish. Maybe I there. should go anyway, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I don't want to speak for Abby, but for, for me, that's kind of it, it changes things. You know, I've been uh, one of my goals coming into the season. Um, you know, I I was able to qualify with Jackson for the very first TOC that they had. Um, we and we both qualified on the same stage at Lake, at Lake St. Clair. Um, my goal was just to accumulate enough points. You know, because I've had narrow misses the last couple of years on on points. Yeah. Um, my goal is to have enough points to uh, qualify with them again. So uh, for me, going to Cayuga and, and uh, the New River, um, probably up to Wisconsin too, um, I'm looking forward just to having some fun and having some of the pressure off. Yeah, yeah my, get, likewise. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're, well, until uh, until the AOI update and Abby sees that he's within striking distance, so the pressure will turn right back on. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Gonna I'm, guess, I'm guessing that Abby and I are going to be because I've only got three events that qual that qualify, and I mean, if I'm looking at things, you know, I'll be sitting mid twenties, hopefully. You know, I'm I'm guessing Abby and I are going to be pretty doggone close because I think I was sitting in uh, right at fiftieth. Coming yeah. in, coming into this one on two of them. I, I did see, I did see that Jim. You were like at fifty, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it, yeah. We'll it, be it, sitting I'm side by side again. We're jumps to, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, yeah. before we let you guys get out of here, uh, we always like to give everybody a chance to thank you know sponsors, family, or anybody that makes you know this traveling and fishing easier for them. So Abby, if you want to start, man. Uh, look, yeah, uh, Z Man. Uh, you know, I'm going to say a lot about them because I, I've been with them for six years now. And when I went over to the kayak side, they got, I mean, they stepped right up and got behind me. And, um, you know, Native has been a big part. Um, Bonafide Rods, uh, Boss Rods, I started fishing those. They, they just come out this year, and I, I've been nothing but happy with those. And then, uh, yeah, they're they're they're. They're nice. Look yeah, you need to look at them, especially their chatterbait rod. But um, Bubble Blade, uh, uh, fishing online, um, amp outdoors, lithium batteries. They, you know, I went to a hundred amp battery, and that that's a game changer too. Going to a hundred amp battery, uh, Hobie eyewear. Uh, when I'm sight fishing, that's that's a major part. I do a lot of sight fishing, especially up here. You know, we're we're just in the spawn up here. So it's pretty uh, eerie is on fire right now. I've heard. So, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be up there twice next week. So, <sighs> and then uh, I have uh, Sims and Yeti and um, Abu Garcia, and I'm I'm trying to think of everybody here. So, <laughs> uh, 
I have about 10 or 11. So the, without those guys, you know, um, it, it's it's really hard to you know, like like Jim said, he how many bags of meds he bought. You know, it's just hard when you're fishing. You don't realize people don't realize how much money you spend on that stuff. And uh, cigar line that was another uh, huge thing. Cigar line for me, um, I was using eight pound gold label leader, and for me, it was they wouldn't they wouldn't eat the swim bait with a ten pound leader. I tried to get them to eat it, and they wouldn't. And but then I then I was catching them on jackhammer on on fifteen pound tatsu. So go figure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Picky ass fish, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah. The the I I was using the Tactex braid, which I love the and to a to an eight pound gold label leader. And uh that was that was primarily what what saved me around that rock. You know, and um and that that's that's a you know, family and friends of course, you know, I, uh, the guys I stay with, Lambert, Dylan Lowry. John Klein, Joe Eisner, Adam Milstead, all Jeff Malott, you know, what our house is always so fun, you know. And, I can uh, only imagine. <laughs> I, I mean, if you know Ryan Lambert, you know you're not you're not you're not gonna have a boring time. Exactly. So, um but yeah, uh just a great bunch of guys. I made so many new friends and um I wouldn't have any other way. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, Jim, what about you? Yeah, well, first and foremost, I want to thank the man upstairs for giving me the opportunity to be here to do this and allowing it, keeping us all safe on the roads. Uh, I want to thank Hobie uh, for everything that they do, for making a hell of a boat, um, for changing our lives uh, for the better. Um, I want to thank AJ McWhorter uh, as a friend and for being the best damn tournament director that this, you know, I mean, he's changed the game of kayak tournament fishing um for sure i want to thank uh dakota lithium uh stormy for uh put me on team dakota lithium for uh my birthday at the susquehanna river i think that's just because he liked jackson so much um (laughs) uh terry archfold and Corey archfold at dry dock marina uh they're uh they're my sponsors locally, but again, that's because Jackson got promoted to the regional team and they asked me to fill his shoes. So uh, I appreciate them for everything that they've done uh, for Jackson along the way, which translated into uh, helping me out as well. Um, I want to thank my friends, my family, uh, my fishing family. Uh, it's awesome. I mean, I look at, you know, I mean, it's easy to get upset when you don't do well in these tournaments, but uh, for me, um, it's too full. Yeah, I want to do well in the tournaments, but uh, I look forward to hanging out with everybody. You know, and I mean, we ran into Lambert. I can't remember the uh, – was it Ralph? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, we were, uh, we were all at Ralph's, yeah. Yeah, we were all at Ralph's, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, that was just by, by chance. Um, but yeah, it, it, fun night, you know, and everybody for all the encouraging messages along the way, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and it, it sounds cl- a little cliche, I guess, but I want, you know, I want to thank all of Jackson's sponsors, 
and I couldn't even begin to name them all, but you know, there's fishing online, St. Croix, the Dakota Lithium. I mean, because by them doing what they've done for him, um, I've been able, it's made it so much easier for me to get him to places and stuff. And obviously, I mean, you know, it, 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 there was a point I, I taught Jackson to fish or just down here at our pond. He started fishing when he was three and four years old. But as, as you know, when he was 12, 13, 14, probably when he turned 14, you know, when the chatterbait started becoming popular and stuff like that, I mean, I started learning from him, you know, and, and one thing that I do, you know, I mean, if, if, I mean, if he's sponsored by St. Croix, I don't use a Shimano rod. I use a St. St. Croix rod. You know, I, I try to, I, I try to support the people that support him. So, uh, yeah. I want to thank them for everything that they've done for him and the equipment and gear that they make, make, uh, because it's, it's helped make me successful too along the way. So. That's awesome, man. Very well said. Very well put. Well, guys, I man. I want to thank AJ and Steve. Fields as well um you know they've been very welcoming just to me alone you know coming into this sport and um and jim is right they they put on a, a great it's so well it's like an oil machine and uh yeah. you know nothing's gonna be out of line or out of place and uh you yeah. know where you're getting into when you're when you're getting out of it yeah and i forgot oh, to yeah. mention steve i mean that guy does a hell of a job on i mean really both of them together i mean they don't have the uh, you know if you look at years past i mean the support staff that they had there to help them out i mean they're doing it they're doing it alone and for them to do what they do and the amount of the phone calls the judging everything that gets the all, all the all the footage the video on the, the pictures on the water the setup the tear down um yeah no it's a it's you know there's there's two guys there's a lot of heart and they're doing it up for all of us and we all appreciate that that's right absolutely well man i i you know again i can't thank y'all enough for uh getting to come back on i know it's a a week late but there's you know traveling and schedule conflicts and stuff but we appreciate y'all um having the time to jump on with us and talk about the event and Again, congratulations on everybody doing so well and, you know, uh, really showing out in Kentucky Lake. But uh, we'll be keeping up with you all through the rest of the year and hope to have you all back on again soon, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Be watching Thank you guys, you guys for the having AOI us. standing. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we're going to let you all get out of here. And we, uh, again, appreciate your time. And we hope to get to talk to you all again soon. And good luck on your journey. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. All right. See ya. Have a good night. Awesome. Yeah. Good Makes stuff. me kind of want to go play with Kentucky Lake a little bit now. I mean, it's not as bad as what what it's got the rap that it's gotten in the past couple of years. I haven't bad. been there since 2020, and that was my first experience. And it was already kind of like meh. But yeah, there's been a, a bunch of times I've gone out there and beat my brains in and not had a good time and see that's what most of it is is it's not my experiences with it it's like close friends you people i trust with fishing advice and it's like some of you guys when i know that y'all can you know catch fish any given day any given place and you come back and kentucky lakes beat your face in i don't want anything to do with it like (laughs) i absolutely have zero confidence at that point 
Well, they. I will say that it seems like now you're starting to see the fruits of the labor of all of the stocking efforts and stuff that TWRA and Kentucky Fish and Wildlife have really tried to do over the last couple of years. Thank God for all the rednecks shooting carp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude. Um, the 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 carp fishing tournaments and or carp bow fishing tournaments and and the programs that they got now about with the nets that they drag offshore and haul in thousands of pounds of carp and I mean all of that stuff makes a difference and I think you're starting to see it Heck and yeah. that in combination with we've just had some pretty good years of like spawn classes the last couple of years because it's been stable we hadn't had like crazy fluctuations and yeah water levels and stuff so they've had a chance to kind of get caught back up say well that, hopefully say well, here's to hoping that it, it stays on the up and starts to become a big time event again even i mean i i want to see the, the boat world go back out there i used to like watching the the pros go out there and ledge fish in the middle of the summer Fight each other over the yeah, ledges. Jason Lambert coming in with 31 pounds a day, taking a caught 31 pounds by like 10 AM on the final day. The last time they were there and uh, ordered a pizza and had it delivered to the bank and just had his boat parked on the bank. And that's how he finished his tournament. That was when I first got back into watching tournament bass boat fishing. And that was the event and the day that I saw that happen and was like, Oh yeah, hell yeah. That's a goal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's major goals. Well, uh, we're going to get into the tournament recap. Um, I'm going to start with one that was sent to us by Mr. Carl Ball. Um, so this was a Western Canada kayak fishing trail. Kicked off a uh, Alan Zolkowski Memorial Trout on the Fly tournament. So 47 anglers show up to fish for trout at the Open Creek Dam. From They could do kayaks, canoes, hybrids, and inflatables. Uh, first place and went to Michael St. Germain with uh, his three fish totaling 28 and three quarters inches. And again, this is a trout fly tournament in a kayak, which is pretty sick. Um, yeah, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. A lot of, I've, we, we covered a, a fly event last week uh, or we, we mentioned one. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had a couple people like not even put fly fishing and kayaking in the same like idea before. And I've, I've always, you know, go back to my new canoe route when I was on the team, like uh, the frontier was kind of designed around that to be able to f- easily fly fish strip line and not snag on anything. Uh, so it's definitely like there. So if you're a fly it. angler that listens to this, you should give it a swing. But yeah, uh, don't they make like a, some kind of stand or something that you can stand up in with the, with the new canoes that is built for fly fishing? I think they've got one of their assist bars, but like I know they've got real docks so that yeah. you can mount your rods that you're not using in the boat. Um, they may have used to have a platform, actually. Now that I think about it, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they had uh, anglers come from all over Canada, the BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan. Um, and again, it was a... Uh, memorial tournament for a uh, very avid angler and kayak fisherman, uh, well known to those guys, Alan Zolkowski. Um, couple honorable things to mention the uh, $750 was donated uh, by Rimby Fish and Game Association, $1,323 was donated by the Lacombe Fish and Game Association. Um, so they had a, a bunch of other prizes donated as well. Um, 
I mean, they even had a, a Garmin live scope donated. So lots of cool giveaways out in this one. Uh, the angler yeah. choice award went to ooh, Terry Shikrabot. I probably butchered that and I'm sorry. Uh, the sportsman award went to Ben Zokowski and the should have stayed on shore award. Oh my God. I've got to use that for a tournament. The should have stayed <laughs> on shore award went to Trevor Thompson. So I uh, thank thank you guys for uh, listening. Cause obviously you're listening to our show. If you're sending this in, um, hope you hope you enjoyed the shout out. I appreciate you uh, sending this to us. Cause I don't know if I would have seen it any other way. It was really cool. Uh, thing y'all did out there and i uh, hope to hear about some more events from you guys in the future yeah, yeah um, i think we need to cover uh some one of these canadian tournaments at some point because it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff happening up there and they they have uh big turnouts like yeah uh i mean that was a i fly only and it was 40 something anglers but they had a bass tourney last week that had 120 people in it like a kayak bass tournament like that's 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 hammering them well, uh, we're going to get into the last little bit of the show. I've only got a few tournaments to cover this week, so it won't take too long. Um, we'll get into it right now. The Grassroots Bass Yakin event up in Indiana on Nayana Lake and South Mud Lake. It was a multi-single day tournament. You pick one day to fish. Uh, 32 anglers, five fish limit. 14-inch uh, fish limit per angler weight. Yeah, 14-inch limit. So 14 inches smallest first place Bryce okay. uh, Frisch with 83 and a half second place, James Miller with 81 and a quarter third place, Nathan Widener with 76 and three quarter. Uh, moving on from there, we had the grassroots bass yak and event on the Tippecanoe river. So this was the other part of that event. Um, 33 anglers, five fish limit first place, Brian Moore with 92 and three quarters second place, Jim Bailey with 91 and third place, Eric Tracy for, with 81 inches. Mo- moving on from there, the Fishing for Soldiers 10th Annual Kayak Fishing Charity Event in Knoxville. Uh, benefits the Smoky Mountain Service Dogs. Uh, eligible waters were Fort Loudon, Watts Bar, Teleco, Holston River, French Broad River, Chickamauga, Norris, Cherokee, Douglas, and Melton Hill. I hadn't heard of Melton Hill. It's only one of those I don't know. Uh, it's up by, I mean, it's up in that region, the yeah. Tennessee region. So that was a, a double dip event with a Tennessee Bass Nation on Watts Bar. Uh, 65 anglers, five fish limit. First place, Josh Sharp with 95 inches, killing it. Second place, Eric uh, Romans, Romneys, 88 and a half. Uh, third place, Gary Nicely with 87 and three quarter. Uh, down to the Tennessee Bass Nation event on Watts Bar. Uh, 54 anglers, five fish limit. First place, the man Jordan Marshall getting it done with 85 inches. Second place, Marcus Grubbs with 81 and a half. And third place, Josh King with 81. Uh, next Another up. Tennessee River event. That was about an 85, in, 85 inches to win it. Yep. 85 exactly. I was supposed to go fish that one, but wife do Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honey do list. Well, that and I had to get new tires because on my way home from Kentucky Lake, I had a flat. I had a giant nail stuck in my tire, and I was like, <laughs> there's my sign. <laughs> Take a break for a second. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club Dawn to Dusk event. Uh, it's a statewide in Louisiana. Uh, longest combined lengths of one redfish, one trout, and one flounder. 
63 anglers. Uh, first place, Steve Lassard with 67 inches. Second place, Joshua Red with 66 and three quarter. Third place, Cody Drago with 62 and three quarter. And uh, last up, it's the All Star Fishing Team Shootout in Lake Fayette in Texas. Uh, it was two man teams, and there were 29 teams. Uh, first place was the Little Dinkers, Clint Hopkins and Brian Scarberry with 144 and three quarters. Um, Second place was the Tupperware Pirates with Oat Shaw and Robert New with 144 inches. And third place was the Tail Pinchers, Nick Parker and Nathan Chaniel Arc with 143 and a quarter. And that was it for, yeah, those are, I love the team tournament stuff just because the names are fantastic. That reminds me, there's a cast team tournament that starts tomorrow. I need to get signed up for. Got teammate. I do not know. Send me the info. All right. I'm itching to do a tournament and I don't want to go to Pickwick. So give me an excuse not to. It's just a month long where it's, uh, it's to benefit our state championship. So, uh, like part, part of the funds goes towards helping with that. Um, is it just a month long joint best five or. Yeah. Yeah. So it's your best five. Well, best 10, I guess. So five from each teammate. I think Trey and Lambert usually win it. Trey Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. Him and Lambert team up? The last couple of years that we didn't do it last year, but the year before that and the year before that. I <laughs> can't remember what they called their team name. They always called it a uh, Big Johnson or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that fits Trey if you know Trey. And if Trey's yeah. listening, which I know he is. <laughs> uh, he's gonna have to hit me up. I need to. I need to know about this. See if uh, him and Lambert team up. Then I'm gonna have to team up with you, just with one goal in mind to, to beat them. take them down. <laughs> All yeah. Right. All right, folks. Uh, show ran a little long. Uh, it's starting to happen more often. I'm about it. I like a little bit of a longer show. I want you to hear our savory voices all day. So uh, that was a good, good one. Information. Yeah, we did, and it was really cool to uh, get to hear everything from Jim's point of view. Um, you can tell he's really proud of his son and it really means a lot to him to get up on stage with him and get that win and you know, everything. So it was really, really good show. That's such a cool story. And Absolutely. That, uh, someday that I, I get to do have opportunity at something like that. Yeah, me too. Well, uh, don't know what we got going on next week. I think it will be the Possum Kingdom winners from yeah. the Bassmaster Kayak Series event that's happening this weekend. So, will the Possum King uh, take it? Oh my God, I just forgot his name. Give me a second. Uh, I've had drinks with this man and shot pool with him. Can't remember his name. Mark? Looks just like Ryan Lambert. Mark Pendergraf. Yeah. There uh. So maybe Mark's got it. Uh, you got to watch out for Joe Mack in this one. Uh, you know, that's the only person that Mark, uh, you know, edged out that was anywhere close was Joe. Um, Joe's on some good fish too. So we'll see, but uh, we'll have those winners on next week. Uh, we'll see you same time, same place. And after uh, that, we got uh, the KBF on Chickamauga coming up. On, you know, I, I thought about skipping the Pickwick event to go do that one. Yeah, I, I forgot that that was happening and just realized it and maybe considering uh, it now. So so did I. I And it was actually my wife. Uh, 
always write down all the tournaments I consider at the very beginning of the year. And I was telling her and she was looking at her calendar because uh, about the local club event that was happening. And she was like, oh, hey, the KBF on chicks the same day or which one are you going to? And I was like, mm, I don't want to go to Pickwick anyway. Like, <laughs> let's go to chick. <laughs> yeah. There's also a Tennessee Bass Nation on Douglas that I'm considering. but No, you go fish chick with me so you can show me where I need to be because I don't know shit about chick. Well, I can tell you one thing about chick in June is that you better be on a ledge somewhere. I can't do that. Well, I mean, I can kind of do that. You don't have to, but that's probably what wins it. Let's say that. I think that's what what last year, was it last year or the year before last, that they had the Hobie on chick? Last year. Last year and... uh, Justin Patrick won offshore, like smashed him. I think he won by like 20 inches or something like that. Right. It was, it was a big gap. I remember that. Yeah. If, if I had live scope, I would probably like, I'm not very confident on ledges, but I feel like where I'm not confident, the live scope would help me gain my confidence on, on that. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, we're starting to get into the time of the year that I do really good. Um, and I can say that like, I've done good on Pickwick when you're supposed to be out fishing the ledges and I was nowhere near that. So as we ease into these times of year, you know, I kind of started to just fish my style of getting away from everybody. And I never know, maybe I could make something happen with that out there. Um, who knows? We'll see. I got a couple weeks to think about it. Well, I guess I have like a week to think about it. Yeah. You have about a week. So we'll yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see y'all next week, folks. Same place, same time. Like I said, uh, make sure you go give Jim and Abby a follow. Uh, make sure you check out everything. Paddle and Finn, check out our other shows, give all of our hosts some love and we'll see you next week. Peace. See ya.